everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And Will is nowhere to be found today. Where's Will? I think he's working. Oh. Yeah. So we actually had to push this off um, for a few reasons. Um, I was working. Will was working. And uh, we pushed it off to the next day. We're like, oh, good. We're all set and ready to go. Like, this will work out fine. And then... Sure enough, Will's like, oh, can't do it. I'm like, well, either way, it's still better than Chuck being the only one here by himself just sitting here like, hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> I would have had a great conversation, though, talking about how Mama's Boy and ISB agent have not kissed yet. Um, hey, that's the grand finale, buddy. No, it's that's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> oh, you don't know. We don't. They know. didn't even allude to it in this. In this. In this. They barely episode. showed him. Exactly. They barely showed him. They I'm, showed more of him than they did of her. Well, yeah, they showed. Yeah, I know. They showed her just like you know, furling her lip and telling him you have the funeral, and he was actually having the conversation with the guy. But it was, uh, and Andor went back to the planet that I was talking about that he got arrested on. Uh huh. Because he's he he left stuff there and didn't. Okay, we all don't right. we don't all right. All right. we all don't right. know because it, it cuts away. He he's left there. We do not know where he is after that point. We never saw him leave because it cuts <laughs> to a whole different scene, and we never go back to him. So we don't know where he's going at this point. So why did K two S's voice change? He wasn't in this episode, so we don't know. Well, according to you, he was in an episode. No, I said it could. I said, could it be? I was asking the question, could this be him? Because he was the only one who had dialogue. Okay. The only droid that had dialogue. Well, we'll see. We shall see. All right. So, Will's not here. We're talking about the 11th episode of the first season of Andor. This is called Daughter of Ferrix. So there's like this whole thing about Ferrix. It seems like, uh, I guess, like founders of this planet or founders of the, you know, some type of establishment of a government here on Ferrix. And Marva, who was um, Andor's adopted mother, uh, apparently was a daughter of Ferrix. So therefore, that's the title. Um, starts off immediately with uh, Andor and Melshi. They're hanging off the edge of a cliff. All right, so that's like so. Melshi, if you don't know, is the one dude who escaped with him when he looked at him. He's like, "Hey, no matter what happened, we escaped." And then they jumped off and they survived together. They ran off on the, the sand, and that's that. Right. So they're on the edges of a cliff. <coughs> Melshi's basically saying, um, uh, "Hey, my hands don't work. I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm just gonna like I I'm not gonna climb up from here." He's like, "Well." They're leaving. He's like, stop telling me that. My hands won't work. He's like, Were they okay. climbing up or were they ducking down out of sight? I think it was – I mean, it could have been either or. They were still hanging there regardless. Right. But they were they were hiding from a TIE fighter or – not a TIE fighter, but some type of patrol Yeah, it was a weird ship. Um, weird ship looking ship. That was uh, going around. And uh, that's it. Hands won't work. And he says, tell me again that they're <laughs> – <laughs> Tell me again that they're leaving. I don't know why he was so weird about it. like that. That whole scene was really odd, just their interactions between the two of them. But anyway, um, that's that. They're right? leaving. They're leaving. Ooh, tell me again. <laughs> one more time. 
Mufasa. (laughs) 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 All right, so we get back to See, now the funny thing is, if Will was here, he would not have got that line. Uh, Of course he would. I knew Will when that movie came out. Yeah, like I, I mean, I knew him like we were friends. Last week we were doing recordings, we were talking about it, and he had no idea about Lion King. So I have to say, um, one of the coolest things that I I noticed, I found, actually it was from uh, my co-worker slash semi-superior that I was just introducing you to. Um, there is a list or a, a group of, um, there are metal versions of like every Disney song and they all exist and they're everywhere. So there's this, it's called like Disney metal covers. You can find it all on Spotify. I'm pretty sure like everywhere else. I think um, you sent me one. I said, I probably sent you one for, um, um... I just can't wait to be king. So yeah. So for example, there is just I can't. I just can't wait to be king, which is. <laughs> it's actually not bad. I'm like, all right, I could, and my kids are rocking out in the car. Anyway, but this all exists. So those of you who are like us, who grew up on on these Disney movies from like the 80s, 90s, I mean, even the older stuff, like, I mean, there's probably like Robin Hood stuff in there too and and Peter Pan, but they go all the way up to We Don't Don't Talk About Bruno, which is actually a really great cover. I'm not going to play it now, but I'm, I'm just going to say it's, it's stupid for what I understand. Oh, it's not. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, dude, it's it's good. The music is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. There's a song called Surface Pressure that's like, wow, that's actually like, should have been like on. Yeah, like my daughter just showed me, and I'm like, nah. top, it's it's a well, yeah. in context, it's really good. Like it was unexpectedly good, and there's a couple of metal versions of it on here. <laughs> so there's there's two of them. Like I like one for one reason, another anyway. The point is, that there's some really cool stuff out there. But now we're gonna talk about B2 emo because he B2 emo, especially here. <laughs> he is. I actually will say the way they brought him in with the how they shot him, I thought was really cool. It was cool with the um, the glass on top of well, his head. And... First, they showed it, they showed his lens from an angle. Mm-hmm. Then you see his lens right up close, and then the glass shaking. And yeah. I'm like, that is. They actually did a really because you don't know what it is at first. You're thinking it's something going on but then you know it ends up being him the part i didn't like though is after the glass falls off and you see like his lens like tilted up and looking up they went to this like wally type look in him where he was just sad and you could like tell he was he's a block android block droid sorry not android he's a he's a he's a droid that is a trash can basically and they gave him facial feature emotions. Well, yeah. How else are they going to do that? I mean, they didn't give him facial features. They just gave him emotions. How else would an emotion look yeah, on a trash it, can looking droid? But expression, not through, like, sound or audible. No. It's, he was expressing. He was towering, yeah. You could see, like, looking up and, like, the big lens was all sad. And it's like, how do they make a lens look? It was, I didn't like that part. I thought that was great. 
See, I'm, it's I'm, a droid. That's the one thing that I did not like about the original trilogy is when they gave all the droids emotions, like R two D. No, 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 no! Ah! <laughs> like, like, first of all, where'd the steam come from? Second of all, he, it came from the <laughs> Second of all, it's a droid. How did he even feel it? Uh, we don't talk about that. Just like we don't talk about Bruno. So. That's my only gripe with this episode. I actually liked it because they finally they, they, they made a way to show emotion in a droid very, very, very minimally because he's very limited to what he can do. He he turns and he ducks Very in. minimally? Yes. Will you stay with me tonight? That's vocally. That's right. different than, than physically. I'm, I'm, he's like gushing emotions in this whole episode. It's, in his dialogue, yeah. I think you were talking about his physical appearance. Both. I mean, yeah, but either or. He is he is like drowning us in emotion with this episode with him. And I'm like, I'm, I'm all set. <laughs> I, I, I've never liked this droid since the beginning. So, Well, dude, his name is B2Emo. He is being wee too. He's being wee too emo. Emotional. <laughs> I know. I, it's horrible. That is the point. That is the point. Be too emo. They did not make that for like no reason. I he's know. being too emotional, and we get it. I know. So I don't like it though. He's listened to this conversation about Marva being dead. Okay, Marva's dead. Wow. How? Old age. I don't believe it. Oh, she's dead. Really? She's dead. Last episode, she was having a hard time breathing. You could see her on her way out. They would have shown it. She's dead. They would have shown it, and B wouldn't keep asking, like, you know, where is she? Where is she? Like, I think she's still around. No, a lot of people, after someone passes away, still has those uh, has those questions I for understand that, but this is a TV show. This is a storytelling thing, and I just feel like they're using that as a, like, oh, we'll, we'll just accept that she's gone, even though we didn't see it. We've talked about this. He's dead. How do we know? We heard a gunshot, but we didn't see the body. She's not a main character, though. No. She's not a main character, so it doesn't, doesn't apply. I like, think, but she's an emotionally uh, attached character. But therefore, they would have shown it. That's why they're using it to capture Cassian. I mm. think she is dead. I think she's out. She's done. She's toast. She's gone. If they do that, it's really lazy writing, or just lazy film directing. Making. Yeah, because because yeah. they should have so- shown something. Something should have been shown. The way that they're they doing impl- it, where it's like we, I, I understand they implied that she was not doing well, but they didn't show her like go out, which right. they do plenty of times in the Star Wars universe, so why wouldn't they do it here is the only reason why I'm thinking there's got to be something else happening here. Okay, so I'll put this up there with Mama's Boy and ISB Agent Kissing. When those I'm two not things... saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying... No, she's dead. If she's not... If she is dead, then I'm just losing faith in, in their, like... She's not a... Now, if it was Bix, different story. If it was Luthen, different story. If it was, if it was any other main character that's been that has been essential to the storyline, she has never been essential to the storyline. She's just his mom. She is going to die. She is dead. She's dead. If she is dead, okay. They're having a funeral in her name. I get that. They're having a funeral in her name, but she ain't there. She's. She is. She's in the body bag. <laughs> Get him a body bag. 
Isn't it gr- isn't it hilarious that he's the one who was in the body bag? Yes. In was Cobra I, Kai. I don't know if it was hilarious, <laughs> but it was ironic. It was ironic. That was the whole point. Put him in a body bag. But oh. do you see do you see them driving that really slow truck <laughs> with her in the back of it? And be too emo, just being too emo. <laughs> puppy dog face watching her be escorted. Yeah. Well, anyway. So he's listening to that. Dodgers of Ferrix need his help, you know, B's help, to clean things up. Um, and they cart Marva out. So we they see cart who out? Marva. Because she's not dead. Uh, that's a that's not really her. Um, <laughs> that is just a lump I have, of lumps. I have, I have video. <laughs> it's a big ca- lump of knobs. <laughs> I have video camera of you doing this. That's not me. <laughs> nowadays, nowadays with deep fake. On CCTV, like CC cameras, you think that they want. people are they can do whatever they want. faking that stuff? Yes. No. Now, if the technology exists, they're totally doing it. That's not me. <laughs> Remember V for Vendetta when they had like the the the, um, the political guy there show up and he was like being like you know he's all aloof and bumping into stuff and they're like oh look at that they're ripping on him but it looked exactly like him because it was the actor who played him playing a fake of him. They can do whatever they want right now. Now that they have deep fake, we can put anybody in a, in a you know compromising predicament. But this was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Ooh, they didn't with, have deep fake. Oh, oh, but they had uh, phasers and stun guns and tie fighters and X wings. They didn't have deep fake. <laughs> but they didn't have deep fake. Okay, all right. Or internet. Gotcha. So it doesn't count. Uh, well, okay. So Cinta is working, quote-unquote, um, across the street, and there's also an IBS spy who's hanging out there, too. I, I think it's hilarious that you've got a rebel spy and an IBS spy. And no one knows. Nobody knows, and they're in the same location watching the same exact door. And she's, like, all sad, and her boss is like, did you know her? No, she's no, like, no, that's not her boss. No, we'll, we'll get there. No, 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 you, you missed it. I thought that was her boss. And she's no, like, I've that's only the been spy. He- she's like, I've only been here for a week. No, that's the spy. That's that's why it's so funny. We'll, we'll get there. Anyway, and and No, no, I thought the spy was the guy who was sitting in the like the, the office out the back, like, t- talking to somebody. Yeah, later on, same guy. Oh, was it the same, same guy? Dude. I didn't notice totally that. Totally same dude. I no, didn't notice that. You didn't <laughs> notice the guy with the hat that's like, you know, over his forehead but short? I didn't notice that was the like, same guy. Hmm. One was I wonder a, if this guy works for the Empire somehow with his little hat. Yeah. He's, he works for the Empire. He's part of the ISB, if not just straight up the Empire. So, yeah, same dude. Just, oh, go, because you saw his face on this side. This is why there's a called a 180 rule in uh, in video production. No, you... You don't cross the, the 180 line. Once you cross the 180 line, people look totally different because we don't have symmetrical faces. So you watch it and like, okay... If I'm not fully invested in who this person is, then that might be a different person. Right. I mean, the two of us look very different. So, therefore, if somebody took a video of us on this side, it would be very clear that you and I are not the same person. So, that's great. When you're watching a TV show and it's like 50,000 people, 50 people, we'll say, um, yeah, it's hard to tell who's who because you're not fully invested in all these side characters. But here... They've got this guy. They did give him another side of his face. Okay, I'll give you that. But he was still wearing a hat that was very imperial, imperial looking. Yeah. Like absolutely, it was tiny little hat, short visor over his forehead. I think she knows that he was imperial. I don't 
know if she does, but either way, I don't like, think he knows that she's. Oh, rebellion. absolutely! He has no idea that Cinta is is part of the rebellion. That's the, that's the great she's thing like, about the she's rebellion. like, I've only been here for a week, so how would I know her? Yeah, that's what. That's yeah. He has no idea. I don't know if she knows either, <coughs> but we know because he's wearing a hat that's clearly an imperial hat. Right. So we'll get there. Um, Andor and Melshi find a quad jumper. You know, across a little valley. This whole scene is hilarious. Oh, it's ridiculous. And they also find some Narkinians. Is that right? what they are? Oh, well, they're Narkinians. They're on Narkina 5. Do you know what they remind me of? One quarter portion. No? No. Um, instead of having four arms, they only have two. Okay. Um, just the way they talk was like, what's his name in um, Attack of the Clones? When Obi-Wan went to the diner? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How big their uh, pocketbook? Yeah, yeah. It could have been. He could be an Arcanian. Yeah, the that's way a they, good call. The, the way he talked was very similar to how these guys talked, except for the one guy who had like the half balding, with the long. The <laughs> he long... looked. He looked nothing like the other guy. I'm like, wait, what happened here? It seemed. It seemed like they gave up on like CG production for that guy. We're like, is he half troll? What are we? What are we <laughs> seeing here? Um, <laughs> yeah. So these Narcanians look pretty weird. But basically, uh, Andor and Melshi decide to run for it and try to steal their quad jumper. And they're like, hey, what's that? Uh, oh, okay. Let's just hit this trap, which shoots out a sticky net. And they get caught in a sticky net. Now, it's did you notice when Andor's hands were up there, his his fingers on his right hand look extra long? And all I, re- all I could think of, <laughs> not Uma Thurman, Thurman. Not Uma Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> Not Uma Thurman. Suit you said it. <laughs> Mac and me. Hot dog fingers. Oh jeez, we were just talking about that. So, so on my my last job, so I just did um a job with my company. We did like a big production. It was like it was a big commencement. You know, three different three graduations for uh, a college up here, and it was really cool to be a part of it. And I ended up meeting these two other guys who are part time with my company. So they this is their first event. And we spent, we'll say, 80% of the time where we were all on comms together just movie referencing back and forth. I'm like, this is the greatest job I've ever had. Nice. <laughs> and it's like I've got two other guys that have, like, semi-different backgrounds, but we all know the same quotes, and we're just, like, we're riffing back and forth. And you got some of the guys from my current company now that aren't part of this crew of us on the video cams. They're like, what are you guys talking about? Great matter. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, how perfect was that? That was awesome. The, the, we're in church and they're quoting Breaking Bad in the middle of a not even sermon. trying to. It's hilarious. <laughs> and both, I look over at Chuck and I see him like scrambling for his phone to text me. And we're both. I'm just like, no, no, no. I'm gonna get you first. <laughs> I actually left years. My, I actually left my phone open, like waiting for the text to come at the same time, and it at the same exact time that it came through. It was perfect. <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't even know how we got back on that tangent. Or, but anyway, we get back to Miro. Okay, so Miro is there, um, and the whole thing is like, hey, Marva's dead. We know it's Andor's mom. They're probably going to ask for a permit so they can close the road because she's kind of a big deal on Ferrix. And uh, she's like, yeah, go ahead and allow it. They're like, wait, what? We don't ever allow this thing. You know, They always ask, but we don't allow it. She goes, no, allow it, and we'll basically use it as bait. We'll box them in a corner. And it would be perfect. 
and they start explaining like what they do there on Ferrix. They 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 take her ashes and they mix it in with the brick mortar, and she's she's well turned into a brick, right? And then they put her to a wall. Oh, it's actually a pretty cool idea. It kind of is. Yep. It's kind of creepy at the same time. Kind of creepy. It's like, hey. And the eyes. These walls have eyes. And this ISB agent, this is her only scene in the entire show. Oh, yeah. In, the, in this episode. In this episode, I because mean. Because next episode is going to be just like Attack of the Clones. It's going to be like a whole romantic scene of just her and Mama's boy. I cannot wait for next week to have this conversation <laughs> and rub it in both of your We're going to have an ent- No, if it doesn't happen next week, we're going to have an entire season. The entire next season is going to be dedicated to Miro and Karn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's going to be Dedra Karn it's by not, the end. No, it's not, going, it's not going anywhere. And the faster you guys just come to grips with that, the better <laughs> off we'll all be. Uh, I can't wait. Oh, will boy. did say end of this season last week. I never said that. No, Will, Will did. Well, Will did. Will but, did. But Will, Will's not here. Dave's not here, man. And uh, Dave. Dave. Steve. Okay. Um, Matt so, Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. So, <laughs> so we get back over to these Narkinians, and as you mentioned, looked like the uh, the diner guy. Okay, that makes more sense than I was thinking. More like him than the quarter portion guy. So maybe he is Narkinian. And maybe if we go back to Attack of the Clones, um, we'll hear him say he's an Arkinian because that actually makes a ton of sense. The thing is, there are some really great things they have been pulling out of the old universe. You're looking it up now. Yeah. Um, there are some things that they have been pulling back in, and I like that. Um, the only thing I didn't like in some of the stuff we've been watching lately in the Star Wars universe is they've been introducing so many new species, so many new planets, but, you know, not doing enough references back to some of the other ones. Like, there's the, what are they called? The Triclones or whatever. The, the guys with the three eyes that we saw a few times. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I want to see more of those species we've seen in the original Star Wars universe, not just keep making new ones up. Because the more they make new ones up, the less interested I am in the Star Wars universe. It's why I watched Star Wars over Star Trek. I felt Star Trek was too vast, you know, it kept going and going and going. It and is, I, I, but it's not. There's only three or four primary species in Star primary, Trek. Primary. Primary. They don't really go off of that. They introduce, they'll bring in, like, you have the Vulcans, you have humans, mm-hmm. you have um, Klingons. Klingons. You have... Um, the ones from... Romulans. Romulans, yep. And then the Borg, another big part of it. Well, Outside yeah. of that... Those you get, are the, you four, get the Furbies or uh, the Tribbles. Tribbles. <laughs> but outside of that, you get different species here and there through episodes, but they're not big parts of the series, right? Until and you get into like Voyager and Deep Space Nine, which no one counts as Star Trek, anyways. <laughs> Nobody counts. So he's actually his species is Basilisk. B e s a l i s k. Basilisk. Basilisk. Uh, Basilisk in Harry Potter. Look that up. No? Okay. The Basilisk. Anybody else? I wish we could just like have people call in here and, and answer questions. Basilisk. Um, the Basilisk uh, is a mythical creature in yep. European uh, bestiaries and legends. Basilisk is a legendary reptile um, reputed to be a serpent king who can cause death with a simple glance. I'm pretty sure this was in Harry Potter. 
Basilisk and Harry Potter. That was the snake. Giant serpent. Yes. Yep. So I, I, yeah. See, I called that. So that's that. He, he's a basilisk. <laughs> the dude did not look like a snake. Nope. But okay. Whatever. So anyway, we got these Narkinians, and they're talking about like ah. Oh, Prisons ruin water, don't they? You know, like back back talk, like almost almost Yoda, but like more pirate sounding. Right. Um, they're basically saying the Empire sucks. You know, um, Andor comes out. It's like we're not with the Empire, and they suddenly just like open up the net. It's like okay. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Like oh, we won't be killing you. The Empire won't be getting you today. Okay, sounds great. Well, I think it, it's because of their. I think they probably they probably noticed the their outfits too that they were in maybe. prisoners versus. Guards. They don't really know the difference. They live there. They might. Eh, no, they don't know what prisoners look like because prisoners haven't got out until this point. And Empire wears white, usually, or black. Gray. Gray, green. They wear 50 shades of White, that. black, gray, and green. Green? Yeah, dark green. Dark green. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The officers. Anyway, prison wears water, blah, blah, blah. Hey, where are we going to jump out of here? Ah, Neomos, and that's where he was living before. That was the Cal, the, like SoCal, like hanging out on the beach. Okay, back there, he goes and so. I think we had I think we had a conversation about this where we're never going to go back to this planet. I think <laughs> I think my statement was he's going to come back to this planet, and you guys said no, he'll never go back to this planet. I believe that was our conversation. Maybe. Not maybe. Maybe. I'm like I'm like a hundred percent sure that that was our conversation. <laughs> It's strange that he did, but then again, if you need funds and you've got like, you know, 50,000 credits sitting there. But he wasn't just hanging out there. He was Some, living there. You guys said that he was just going on vacation. Uh-huh. No, he was obviously trying to do something like there was something going on. He wasn't just like chilling out, hiding stuff and in a hotel he went into a hotel room. That's where he got his stuff from. He wasn't his old house. It was a hotel room. He was staying there for the time being, looking into stuff. We don't know what that is yet, though. What do you think he was looking into? What do you think? I, I don't. I don't know. No, he was living his best life, hanging out with his lady. You saying it's a hotel room? That's why that creepy creature was sleeping in the bed when he got there. Yeah. I just figured that, you know, he was gone. Other girl moved out or left, and then it was just open. For... I was reading some stuff recently that really bothered me. Someone's like, so Andor's been in prison for six years, and then blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that was six months. Yeah. Far from six years, because six years would be into when he's already right. dead. I think it was actually like two, two and a half months he was in prison. It was six. I think it was six. I, didn't they say it was six months later? No. Okay. Well, either way, not six years. It was thirty. So it, it was thirty days later in the beginning. Okay. He was only there for about two months. Okay, that makes some sense. But the thing is, he goes back to this place now. One, let's just say, let's just say that he lived there. It was he was renting the place, mm -hmm. and he left, and then somebody else came over as a new tenant. Okay. Great movie, by the way. Tenant. Tenant. <laughs> Not tenant. <laughs> and <laughs> I love doing so that. He, <laughs> um, anybody else think that's funny? No? 
No one? Not at all? Oh, how do you know? So, um, you can push the button. <laughs> it makes people laugh, all too. All they want. <laughs> yeah. I could, but who's got the button? I've got a button, and you don't. <laughs> so, there's that. He could be a tenant. Or, let's just say it's a hotel. Why is the box still there in either of those situations? He hid it. No one knew it was there. He hid it on top of a shelf that you could clearly see from the doorway in the other room. It wasn't hidden very well. It was right there. Well, you watched him hide it in the, the episode. I watched it twice, and it was not very hidden. It's a box on top of a shelf. The okay. highest shelf. So, they're just not smart people. No. <laughs> or they're, smart they're aliens. Dumb. <laughs> they are very dumb. So, we get back over to Clea, who is Luthen's assistant, and Vel, who we've seen a bunch of times. It's, it's, You're it's, breaking the law. Why are you doing this? This is not the way we do things. <laughs> not breaking the law. This like, is not. Know, we, have, we, we have rules for a reason. This is the way. But Vel, Vel's not playing games. Can you just shut up and tell me where he is, basically? Uh, Here's this question again. I gave him, Aldani, what did you give him? <laughs> no. Everything. What have you done lately? She, She's like, I don't have lately. I have always. <laughs> it's the same conversation as last time. I sacrificed this. What have you sacrificed? Yeah. It's the exact same conversation, just now it's these two. Yeah. And then it comes down to, it's, it's these two, and it's less good. Oh, yeah. Because the the Peters or Stellan Sarsgaard, Stellan Sarsgaard's um, speech was fantastic. Was amazing. This was like, meh, thanks. Can we just move on here? <laughs> I, I I'll be honest. I'm not totally thrilled with what they're doing with Val's with with Val's character, with her connection to Mon Mothma. Well, not just that, but just the she was this action hero in the beginning. You know really breaking into things and causing all this ruckus and doing all this stuff and now she's just like yeah yeah well that's the other side of the coin yeah well give us a give, go back to this side for a little bit too I want to see both sides not just one well there's no other side right now while she's in Chandrila you know yeah. she's playing she's playing that side anyway we get back over to Cinta and the spy, and they're still monitoring. And you see Brasso walking in, and B. They have their little conversation. I can't leave you here alone. You could stay. Fine, I'll stay one night. I know you don't like it, but there's B begging Brasso to spend the night with him. So he's he won't sad. be alone. He won't be he's alone. Sad. He's sad. He, he will, because he would say, like, come home with me. He's like, no, I want to stay here, just in case she comes back. Hmm. Why would he keep saying that? Why are they pushing this? Okay, I'll be honest. Go ahead. I lost my wife years ago. And for the first couple days, I always had the thought of her coming back. Because you're, it's unexpected. So you're like, oh, she's not really gone. She'll be back. So that's why they're giving him this emotion. And it's dumb. Because he's a droid. And he shouldn't care. But he does. And it's you, you have this you have this 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 thought of, oh, I'm going to see them again. Reality hasn't kicked in yet. You're in shock. It, it, that's that's what they're trying to portray here. Um, the only downfall 
And the reason why it doesn't fully connect is because he's a droid. Right. That's it. She's dead, though. Marva is dead. Never to grace our presence again in the Star Wars universe. She had her three or four scenes. She's done. She's going to pop up out of her casket and shoot somebody in the head, and that's the end of her. Just saying. She is a fighter, and she will not. She will not go down without a fight. She's down. Yeah. She's down, but she's not out. (laughs) (laughs) She's done. If, if they do what you're saying they're doing, it's the first time ever that they've sat there and set us up with this whole, like, hmm, maybe the droid knows something that humans don't know. I, I mean, they're really laying it on thick that there's something he knows that everybody else doesn't know. Oh, don't worry about it. Like, she's gone. She's gone. Get over with it. Get it, get it, get it over with. They're really laying it on thick. <clears throat> they're going to surprise people with something else. Yeah, like the make out, like the kissing scene between. <clears throat> we'll get there. Yeah, of course we will. We'll just write it in at one. It'll be an after credit scene that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. It's. Yeah. I I I think that we're gonna see some stuff that you're. I mean, I'm not saying I'm happy about it. I'm just saying it's probably going to happen. Which one? The kiss or the... All of it. No. Okay. Uh... You looking it up? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking something up. Anyway, um, yeah. I, I, I really think that we're going to see some other stuff happening that's going to upset you. <laughs> okay. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. But Whatever. It'll happen when it happens. Bah. So. Watch. The, the catch is, is they're actually already married. They just don't show it, and they're <gasps> living separate lives. This has been happening the entire time. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> you ate my begonias. Anyway, Bix is not doing well. No, she's not. Not at all. Like, she is just, she like. Is messed up. She is gone. Um. Dr. Gorse's words and the sounds replaying in her head are just messing her up. There's more interrogation happening here. They're asking her now about Anto Krieger. Is this the man that you introduced to Andor? She just, like, looks up, cries, head down, done. Done. Like, that. that's... How many times have they brought her through this? I don't know, but she's A just... A lot. Yeah, she is done. She is toast. Poor Bix. I wonder if Cassie will save her. No. I mean, he is her only hope. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Uh, so, we got Mon's daughter, Leda. She's going along with the Chandrelin cult stuff. <laughs> to say at least, safe in the knot. Safe in the bindings. The so, old ways hold I for- us. I forgot. Her daughter's name is Leda. Leda. See you so, later. So, when she leaves, us, she goes, see you later? See you, see you, see you later. <laughs> I'm going to work. See you later. <laughs> so that's, there we go. So Leda's just like totally eating this up. Uh, just going into the Chandlerlin ways. Uh, so Montar's talking to um, to Vel about like how, 
how screwed she is right now because the the Empire is on to what she's been doing with her stuff. Because the Empire is looking into all of these, um, all the like financial accounts and stuff and right. transactions. And there's like this one off balance ledger. Oh yeah, how much is it? Oh, you know, half four hundred thousand dollars right. or four hundred thousand credits. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, but you find out that the thing is like the reason why they're like so heavy on it now is because of what happened at Aldani. Right. Great. So that basically froze everything. All the accounts are not, not I mean not not completely frozen, but they're like they're pretty chilly. Right. Because they're paying attention to everything. This total high security. And Mon is like in tears. She is petrified. And and I, I love this because again, you know, I watched Rebels. And we saw Mon Mothma go from like, oh yeah, blah blah blah, in the background, really quiet, to like, I'm all in. You know, I had to give up my life for this. We're doing this. Yeah, at some point she's gonna make a decision. Right. So I love seeing this show because it's filling in the gap between what I saw in Rebels. You know, in between. So it's it's really cool that these are all tying in. I love, I, I love and hate that Dave Filoni is involved in what's been coming out of these these series. Uh, you know, I don't love it because it's like we're we're getting into a Filoni verse, you know, and I don't want to give too, one guy too much credit. Right. I mean, unless it was George Lucas. No, I mean, no offense to anybody else who's come in and helped out, but it's like we saw what happens when Lucas is not around, and you know, it, it's one thing to hate Jar Jar Binks and to and to hate the whole sand situation and Attack of the Clones, which is basically the whole movie is all about just like how much he hates sand and sand people and sand this and sand that. And, but then you then you watch the trilogy, the 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 sequel trilogy, and you go, none of this makes sense, and I just I'm not invested in any of these characters because you showed us them, and then you killed them, and then you brought somebody else, and then you killed them too. And it's like, what would you do? Like, what story are you trying to tell here? Exactly. It, it, it was it was so, it was garbage. Yeah. It was absolute gar. I, I I'm gonna say it now. As much as I loved certain aspects of the sequel trilogy, it was garbage. Oh, yeah. And it was because they kept changing their minds and putting somebody else at the helm. Right. And I hate, again, if Lucas just stuck with it, it would have, it would have been better. Right. You know, I, I could deal with bad CG and comic relief if the story was cohesive. Hey, at least Babu Freak came out of it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see Babu Freak again. Hello, I'm Babu Freak. <laughs> Mandalorian Season 3. Hello. Can't wait. I am Uma Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the sound of hot dog fingers. Uh, so Karn receives a call from the old sergeant. Hello, sir! <laughs> it's basically Scotty. Mm. <laughs> All he says is Andrew's mo- Andor's mom is dead. Uh, bad transmission failure. Um, okay, great. You know, this means that Andor might come back to, you know, where his mom is. Okay, he's all excited, like, tell me where, tell me where. Transmission dies. <laughs> his mom. That's going to be the finale, is the actual funeral and everybody and coming what in. Right, right, right. To go after Andor and him. We'll see. He might die. So I don't, th- listen, I don't care what Will said last week or whatever week. <laughs> I don't believe that Mama's boy, as you call him, Cyril Karn, and Dedra Mirror are are going to have a thing happening in the last episode of this season. But it will. At some point. No, it won't. <laughs> it can't happen in the last episode 
because there's just way too much going on. If you're going to cough, let me know. I can always just turn you down. It's not going to happen. <laughs> we'll see. It's not going to happen. We will see. So, um, Khan gets this message, and um, basically, <laughs> uh, transmission failure, and his mom just turns around and just like in her old, like, Barbara, <laughs> Barbara Thuman, <laughs> Barbara Thurman fashion, says, <laughs> the mysteries of your former triumph have been vanquished. I can sleep peacefully now. <laughs> Go back to bed. She's such a jerk to him. And it's hilarious. Because he's just like, ah, Mom. <laughs> so he goes back to bed. Everybody goes back to bed. And we get back over to Andor, who's in his old apartment, taking his money and his guns. I think it's an old apartment. But then again... How did nobody see a big silver case on top of a shelf, on the top shelf? It's like, oh, we don't use the top shelf. We use everything else. Like, we could see it through the doorway. It's not like it was way up in some rafters. No, it was right there. Mm -hmm. Clearly right there. Mm -hmm. We saw it through the doorway in a camera shot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Mm -hmm. So Luthen sees Guerrera. Luthen saws Guerrera. Um, oh, I hit a button. This was an interesting conversation because now the tides have turned. Oh, the tides have turned. So, um, Spellhouse Power Station. I'll do it. Basically, he's like, hey, let's, let, you know, everything you talked to me about last time, let's do it. And he's like, um. No. No, let's uh, let's take a step back. Basically, we're going to sacrifice Krieger here. I mean, it's your decision. We can do this or, because the Empire knows what's going on. The Empire knows that Krieger... Uh, or that the pilot was there, Krieger's going to be there, um, and 30 of his crew. And we, we keep hearing over and over again, Luthen makes it very clear. It's Krieger, or it's 30, 30 men plus Krieger. He says it like three times to really lay it on thick. It's like that, how many lashes? Plus one? <laughs> you know, it's like, don't forget, plus one. Oh, okay, 40? Was it 40 lashes? Um... So, but it's all for the greater good. It is. The greater good. It is. Um, so 30 men plus Krieger. Um, so finally, um, I, I love that Forrest Whitaker is just like this crazy paranoid. Like at this point, when, when, you, when you first see his character introduced in uh, like Rebels and um, Clone Wars and stuff like that, he's not like this. He must have got hit in the head really hard. This dude is petrified and paranoid. Oh, yeah. Totally paranoid. He's like, you've got someone everywhere. Oh, like, don't you? So finally, I, I love that Luther goes, yeah, yeah, I've got somebody here. It's, uh, it's Tubes, you know, <laughs> this guy. He, he, he's my main man. He tells me everything. He's like, what? He's like, ah, I've done nothing of the sort. <laughs> like, that's not true. And he comes up, pulls his gun up, and Luther takes his gun like, like nothing. Like, like he's scrambling an egg. Just like, whoop, here we go. It's in my hands. Like, suddenly, okay. And he's got his gun up against uh, Guerrera. So Lucen's like, dude, we can let them feel invincible. You know, that, that's the whole thing. He's like, let this happen because if we have to sacrifice that this so they feel like they're in charge, do you feel in charge, then um, that's going to help us out, right? So for the greater good, 
It's like, call it whatever you want. Well, let's call it war, because that's what this is. And I actually really enjoyed this scene. I mean, what were your thoughts on this on this scene? I liked this scene between between him and Saw. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I liked his escape better, though. Yeah. His escape was fantastic. I'm just thinking about, like, the whole the, the, conversation. The, the conversation and, the, and how everything's turning, you know, it, it makes me wonder about Luthen, though, about, like, he is very quick with it, on his feet with his words. Like, he knows what to say, when to say it, how to say it, how to spin it, you know, how trustworthy really is he at times, you know? Um, he knows his audience. Right. He's a salesman. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. Um, but he gets his point across. They're on the same side now, and they're good. You know, kind of. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> um, but you, you obviously know who's in charge. Yeah. Charles. He is in charge. Yep. Yep. Willie Mays. No, Billy Mays? No, <laughs> Willie Ames, <laughs> Scott Bayo. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Billy Mays Hayes. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, we jumped up. Uh, Omar Epps and Wesley Snipes and the OxyClean guy. Oh, Billy Blanks was a Tybo guy, right? All right. We're all over the place here. Billy? Remember Billy from... Uh, Madison? No, Power Rangers. <laughs> he was a Blue Ranger. Oh, boy. Um, so the mother leaves. Mother leaves. Oh, uh, Mama's boy is mom. So Barbara Thurman that's her new. That's her new name. <laughs> Barbara Thurman. <laughs> she leaves, and Karn is on the move to go steal his mommy's money. That's the end of him in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Taking money from mommy's jewelry drawer. <laughs> I guess you know if I was on if I was on your side, he's going to buy a ring for ISB agent. That would be so nice. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I cannot wait to just rub this in Will's face next week. It is going to be so every line. It's going to be like so. This happened. They didn't kiss. So this happened. They didn't kiss. This ha- they didn't kiss. I'm just gonna mute you the entire time. <laughs> Beep. I'll just I'll just sit there like, oh, so this happened. They did. <laughs> All right. So Luthen and Clea. Oh, here we go. This is this is a great conversation. So they're they're speaking in code. All right. Which I thought was great. I, I really like this. Like, oh, so the client won't come here. They want. They don't want this piece. So, oh, well, this and that, back and forth. Oh, this is when she's in the office. And he's on a ship. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was great that like they're keeping it up, and the conversation for us and for obviously them is very clear what they're talking about. But for anybody else picking up this transmission, it sounds like they're just talking about jewelry trading and this and that and whatever. Right. Very well done. Very like they've planned this out. They're covering their butts. I love it. So. Uh, we get this at this point. An Imperial Patrol arrives to question Luthen in his, uh, what do they call it, uh, and Space Hauler or whatever. Something. Um, his ship's actually pretty cool. His ship is awesome. Yeah. His ship is the coolest ship. Like, they're they're really pushing how amazing his ship is. They have been since the first time we saw it when Andor's asking him. He's like, dude, 
uh, your ship just did a blah, 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 and such and such. He's like, yeah, how did that happen? That shouldn't have happened. Right. Like, yeah, well, whatever. Like, I'm cool. I got money. You know, like, this this dude clearly. Do you think they're trying to replace the Millennium Falcon? Uh, in every single everything they've been doing in Star Wars since 1983. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They've <laughs> to been re- trying to. To replace it? Yeah. They've been trying to make better ships that people are like, okay, let's talk about this. Like, honestly, I am so upset that they blew up. They blew up Mando's ship. Because that was so cool. What do they call that again? I don't remember. Oh, I lost it. It was called the... Mm, it was such a cool ship, and it's gone now. Now he's flying some old, like, F-1 Starfighter. And I'm like, that's pretty cool, too, but it was not as cool as... His ship. The... Mm, I lost it. Okay, maybe I don't think it's that cool anymore if I lost it. <sighs> I, I don't want to admit that, but I was like, I loved it. And I, even the name was really cool, but it's gone now, so... I guess I'd be moved on. It's been and listen. The, the issue is is this: it's been too long since we've watched a Mandalorian season. It's been almost two years. A year. Oh no, no! The last time we saw Mando was a year ago. Was in Boba Fett. A year ago. Boba Fett a year ago. Mando was two years ago. Yeah, but he had two and a half episodes of a of a different show. The last <laughs> time we saw Mandalorian though was two years ago. The actual show. The You're Mandalorian. Right. You're right. So that's the thing. I know. I know I'm right. This so, time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's a, that's my point. It's like, oh, man, it was so cool. Yeah, I wonder oh, why it takes uh, as long to get it out. I mean, it's coming out in January, but still, it's taking forever. Oh, man. It should, not be, it should not be this long. Crest. Razor Crest. Razor Crest. Razor Crest. The Razor Crest. I didn't even look it up. I was, I was about to. Razor Crest. I knew it was two words. All right. The Razor Crest was cool. It was so cool. I mean, when they first introduced it, and he had like an on-demand cryo freezing thing. Oh yeah. With um that aqua, no, not was an aqualish. I like this ship better though because what it what he's done with it. Oh, Luthen. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, the ship, the ship is amazing. Like how he's even going against. <clears throat> like he is flying against. Yeah. The the um. No, I just lost my words. The, the tractor beam. The tractor so, beam. So basically here, he generates a fake ID that, you know, lands up. It's like Alderaan or something, right? Like, it's, oh, yeah, I'm an Alderaan freighter or whatever. Um, so they're going up. They're powering up the tractor beam to take him in. And he, he, he sets up a decoy engine burn. So his ship is set up to make it look like his engine's burning by hitting a button. That's cool. It's like flickering. He, you can see it yeah. flickering. And, and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> So he's charging countermeasures, and then we got the ID, ID's been confirmed. Basically, Empire looks like, oh, ID sounds great. Yeah, that's an Alderaan blah, blah, blah ship. It's sounds an old great. code, sh- sir, but it checks out. <laughs> it checks out. I love how every code is old for the Rebellion. Oh, dude. And they say yeah. that almost every time. It's an older code, but it checks out. <laughs> so they're like, eh, let's board them anyway. It's good practice. Yeah. So... They go ahead and start going after him. He puts on his thrusters, which is just enough to keep him from being co- totally sucked in. They're like, stop fighting us. And he's like, okay. Sends out these little rockets that completely destroy their tractor beam. Well, they're the countermeasures. They're the things that, like, when a, when a, when a missile's getting launched to you, yeah. you launch part of it, and yeah. it attacks that versus right, the ship. Right, right, right. And he launches, like, eight of them. And it just <laughs> take them all out. takes out... 
the the um the entire dish the the entire satellite dish on this part. So they send out Tie Fighters. I'm like, oh, this is great. So Luthen goes out with his ship and totally kicks butt. There's no other way to say it. Like he's out there just taking him out left and right. And then he pulls a Tony Stark. There's only one way to call this. Do you remember at the end of oh, the, with the Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man Two, where he's like duck, and he's like what? And he's like duck, and he takes the lasers out of his out of his wrist and, and takes them all out. Same exact thing here. I'm so glad they did it here. It actually matched up very well. It fit in, and it was so cool. Where these lasers come out of the wings, and he just does a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. And, and takes out the, the remaining ties that are out there. He does a stark spin and then out into hyperspace. And they're like, ah, uh, <laughs> the Empire's like, oh. What just happened? What just happened? Yeah, we just totally got served. And they have no clue who it is. Either. No clue who it is. No clue what's going on. Hallcraft, whatever, gone. Got it. So Andor, Andor calls Zahn. He's the guy who's kind of like the, the transmission guy on that planet who calls out. He's like, dude, Cassie is like, stop saying names. He's like, oh, okay, well, I just want to talk to Marva. Let, let Marva know that I'm okay. He's like, Cassie, he's like, stop saying names. He's like, your mom's dead. Oh, like, I, I, was, th- I was thinking about Zahn's character, and it's like, I don't care what you say. It's like, I am just focusing on the one thing here. It's like, Cassian, dude, your mom's dead. Like, I don't care what's and happening. We all know it. We all know it. Yep. Do you believe it though? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't because it's too it's too like here you go. She's dead. Suck it up and she's, take it. She's dead. Ugh. She's gonna pop out of that casket and she's gonna start shooting up. Dude, like how else are they gonna make it the end episode? She's gonna pop out of her casket. Like, you know, Night of the Living Dead and be like, and take out a bunch of Imperials Nope, she's before dead. she dies. She's going to die in the last episode. Well, she's already dead. She's going to die she's in dead. the 12th episode. She's dead. Not yet. She's dead. Not without a fight. She's 180. She's Not dead. without a fight. <sighs> huh? I know. So, so Melshi and Andor split up. They realize, like, we'll we'll do better if we just split up here. Like, people have to know. People have to know what's going on over there. Mel, she's like, you know, you're clearly looking to do something else. I'm going to go this way. You go that way. Here we go. People have to know about the prisons. Okay. And Andor looks at the water. And end episode. Did you see the after credit scene? Don't tell me there's an after credit scene. I, I looked for it. I didn't see one. Yeah. Oh. Don't do this to me. ISB agent meets up with Mama's oh, boy. Oh, with what? With Mama's boy. No, shut up, you. They kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this to me. Chuck. Oh, no. <laughs> no after credit scene. They'll probably do it at the end of next episode, though. Because they have been doing that with Star Wars now. It's the very last episode of the season. If there's a second season, they've done an after credit scene. Oh, jeez. Really? You th- I Not every time. Often, if there's a second season, they did it in Mando. Uh, oh, you're right. There is an after credit scene. Hold on. Let's look. Here, you're right. On this episode? Yeah. I didn't see it. It's kissing. You're right. They're kissing. 
What is that? They're kissing. Oh my god, you're just, you're just playing a video of two people kissing. It's not actually them. <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> They're really kissing. Listen. Who is that? <laughs> what are you watching? Nothing. It just says the words kissing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the leads the the after credit scene of Andor. <laughs> sounds so bad. <laughs> oh boy. Well anyway, that is uh horrible. That is horrible. And and that's I guess that's the end of our episode. So um <laughs> We're done here talking about the eleventh uh, episode of the first season of Andor, where there hasn't been real kissing yet, but there, there will be. be. There won't be. <laughs> there will be. But either way, um, we're excited to see what's going to happen at the finale of this season. Um, so stick around for next week. I guess we'll catch you then. Uh, With all three of us next time, hopefully. Yes. All right. All right, guys. Have a good one. See you later. Bye.